Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news, discussion, and of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and I'm also editing this in post, but this episode we have Alex, Matt, and Shannon. We're continuing on talking about the Colons. Uh, last time we talked about uh, Gavilar and Navani and their relationship. We thought that we could get that all done in one episode, and uh, that was not the case. So now uh, we have uh, this episode where we're going to talk about Elokar, Acedon, and Yasna, and it's great. Also, there's going to be two more episodes where we talk about Dalinar's side of the family. Enjoy, and we'll see you next time. Although next week we'll not have a colon episode uh, because there's the Legion release. Uh, so we will come back soon with more colons. Don't worry. Enjoy the episode. I I, I kind of want to talk more about Elokar. I'm going to do Elokar. Yeah. Let's talk do. about Elokar. I really... I find Elokar to be one of Brandon's best written characters. And mm-hmm. I'll agree with that. What a bold Just, statement. <laughs> now, the reason why I say that is not like you when you read Way of Kings, you do not like Elokar, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Like you definitely when I read don't. Words of Radiance, I don't like Elokar. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> but like but like but very quickly in Way of Kings, Brandon shows you that Elokar is, you know, out of his depth, irresponsible yeah. and Whenever I read Elhokar scenes, I'm always like, he always has such a distinct voice when he talks yeah. of like this. He's not a teenager, but it just feels like a teenager. He is the uh, most like, insecure person in the room at all times. Like if if you read the scene with a. Uh, you know, where Dalinar kicks Elokar at the end of Way of Kings. I, it's I don't so know. I just, satisfying. I just always okay. have this voice in my head of this, you know, kind of snotty kid in Elokar, and it's just so distinct that I just think it's masterful of Brandon that he doesn't need to, like, use a lot of, like, adverbs and adjectives to describe mm-hmm. that. You can just read his dialogue. You know exactly what that sounds like in yeah. your brain. That's that's why I think it's he's very well written in that way. So uh, so from this uh, word of Brandon that Shannon was reading earlier from Mrs. Jafu, Brandon also goes on to say that Elokar lives in a lot of shadows in his life. And, you know, I think that's really indicative of his character because he is living in Navani and Gavilar and Yasna's shadow and even Dalinar and uh, Kaladin's shadow later. And I think he kind of gets the short end of the stick because... He's surrounded by all these incredible people. Like, we don't have a Yasna in real life. She's like an Einstein, kind of a one in a million <laughs> people. And that's yeah. his sister. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's um, and, you know, Dalinar also, he's really bad at, like, just taking control of the situation. You know, like, I think Dalinar could be more yeah. supportive and more helpful to Elikar. But kind of the way he knows how to do things is just take over. So I do like to give Elokar a little more credit than he gets in the book sometimes. I mean, Talonar certainly tries to let Elokar rule, but he's just bad at it. Yeah. So Talonar's yeah. like, oh, well, I mean, I guess I'll do some stuff. So yeah, he does get the short end of the stick. Yeah. I, I will say on the, the idea of um, Elokar being a well-written character, is that um, Elhokar's progression in the eyes of the reader is done very well. Like, for, like, all of Way of Kings and most of Words of Radiance, he is, like, an annoyance that the characters have to deal with. Yes, Who causes problems, and you're like, oh my god, can someone just, like, shove Elhokar in a closet and lock him there for a little bit so he stops doing stupid things? 
Which is why the Dalinar kick to El Hokar is right. so, and like, it's very so satisfying. satisfying. Like, thank God. He <laughs> yeah. faked his own assassination attempt. We've been dealing with this the whole book. Oh my goodness. Oh my El Hokar, I want to strangle He's this just guy. just such a brat. Yeah, but... yeah right. Exactly. But, like, by the end of Words of Radiance, all into Oathbringer up to the point in part three. Um, Rip. <laughs> Rip. Uh, Rip. <laughs> like, there's this very good, it's a subtle change, but it's definitely noticeable of Elhokar becomes a much more like, you sympathize with him, you kind of see his side, and you feel bad for all of the things he's had to deal with. You're like, oh, he really is a guy who's kind of, he's not doing a great job, but he's kind of trying his best. He's, and he's, he's in trying, way and it's just... Head. He no he he's not kind of trying he literally is trying his best his hardest. but he Ugh. is a character who doesn't get to succeed he doesn't no. get to succeed no. at what he tries his and his whole weird dynamic with Kaladin is just like so sad of like please send the hero along so that when I fail he'll be there to save the day oh. it's like oh. Oh. And it's like oh, you can't even. You, he's not even fishing. Like he actually believes he's, that. Yeah, literally tell. does. <laughs> oh. But and and as a reader, why it's so sad is because you look at Calden and it's like, yeah, Calden does have a lot of patience, <laughs> and so that's like the really sad part. That it's just, yeah, no, that that does like, make sense. He's, he's not wrong. Unfortunately, you're not wrong <laughs> at all. But so. he, he does try, and that's the wonderful thing about him going into. Colinar and leading and you know having some good ideas and yeah. you know he obviously lets competent people <laughs> do those things and execute them but it's like core of his idea is uh you know they're, they're good he he's trying and I think once you realize that he's trying and not just being a little twerp Mm-hmm. you know that well it was like it was such you can you, like looking back you can tell it's such a conscious choice of Brandon's to have him not be that sympathetic in the first couple books mm-hmm. and then knowing what his path his cutoff path dang you Brandon curse you Brandon <laughs> um, <laughs> he it's sort of like you can see like oh it's so intentional like the way he the way he like he, he it almost like he shifts like the camera like so you can almost see like a little bit Mm-hmm. Like you get a different angle on Elokar, and it's it's really masterful. I think how quickly that shift happens too. It, it's super in fast. In words like it's of like yeah. well, oh, we're not annoyed radiance. with Elokar anymore. We actually love him. Oh, now he's dead. Like yeah. it was yeah. just yeah. like yeah, 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 yeah. True. Boom. <laughs> it's not necessarily an obvious change either, despite how sudden it is. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you've read books where you're like, oh, all of a sudden we're spending too much time with this character. They're definitely gonna die. And, yeah. like, I don't know about, maybe there's someone out there who was like, oh, Elhokar's too sympathetic. He's going to get Marked killed in part three. Here we go. Maybe. But I, maybe someone. Yeah. I didn't really see it coming. And it, it hit hard because Brandon I, had I done that setup. And he did, like, it was just like a couple hints. Except there was a couple hints that he was, like, starting to be more sympathetic. It was a couple hints that he was, like, maybe going to be, like, the, the Radiant starting before, like, it was, it was the, for me, it was the, um, it was about when they were in Kolinar, um, and it was something about like the disguises, and Elokar like just loved the disguises. And yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just he like he just adored it, and there was just something there that was like, oh well, maybe you know, like maybe maybe he maybe he's not the kind of maybe he's not the man I thought he was. Maybe he's gonna start to like be, take a little bit more active role, and then that's what happened. And you know, so it felt like you know just like the expected journey does not get to happen i think it's one of the best times brandon has grown a side character to be something more and he didn't even need to give elhokar a viewpoint like man from a writing perspective it's really great you just see him as that twerp basically and he grows and then you get he gets killed and you're just like oh no that's awful he because Elhokar in a different book could have grown to be like really great right yeah mm-hmm. like if we if he had like two more books he probably could have been as awesome as he tries to be right I mean one of the things that like really shows off what Brandon did with Elhokar is looking back on it 
I think Elvokar's death hit me as hard as Kelsier's did. And yeah. you love Kelsier yeah. from the beginning. He's designed right. to make you yeah. love him. And I bet midway through book two, you were like, oh my god, I'm gonna kill Elhokar. Please, just get rid of him. Like, everyone would have cheered if it had yeah, happened right. a, book, yeah, yeah, yeah. a book earlier. And then it was just, it was so good. It was so well done. So tragic. I know. I think, uh, well, that is the tragedy of it. Was that he almost, the the tragedy of almost. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. That's, this is, this is one of those great character deaths. That's like, <gasps> wow, you, yeah, this, this is good. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe let's talk about uh, relationships. And, you know, we, we've talked a lot about Yasna, but I, I kind of want to start with someone we don't get a lot of Elhokar's interaction with, which is his wife, Isuda. Yeah. <laughs> so let's he maybe talk, talk about that a little bit. I mean, um, Elhokar seems naive about her. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. a little bit. A bit, a teensy little bit naive. And well, I'm not clear how much of Elokar's, uh So when we see the rescue and he just refuses to accept A, that she's doing anything wrong, and B, that she's like actually a villain. What I'm kind of unclear of is how much of that is, oh, I love a- a- Sudan, And how much of that is, oh, I'm a- Sudan's husband. My role is to be her protector and for her to be a good... Lo- so I'm kind of unclear on how much affection there is between them and how much of it is Elokar just trying to live up to his role as husband oh, and king. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, right. Because that's obviously central to who he is. Yeah. Right? yeah. Living up um, to that. I will say this. The vibe that I got off of Elokar regarding Aesudan was not necessarily that he was naive about her, but it was almost like Thalen passion style desperate. Like, I need this to work. I need her to be a good wife who will complete my weaknesses and if i just if i just want it hard enough it'll be fine you know what i like that better yeah Yeah. more more willfully blind than naive yes like i think if he could have like stepped back and admitted it to himself he knew deep down but he didn't want to admit he he just wanted them to be a good match and i i mean he says something about you know i needed a student like nobody ever liked her but she was what i like yeah i mean yikes that's yeah if you're in a a relationship like that where you need someone to like complete your faults and you you don't want to let go that might not be a good relationship Uh, you know i'm gonna cast relationship advice (laughs) i'm gonna say on on the record that is an unhealthy relationship dynamic yeah yeah Yeah, you are a whole person elhokar Mm-hmm. Yeah. To the point you that can- for a whole book, the only thing we knew about Asigen was that Yasna was ready to kill her at one point. Yeah. Yeah, and and we have a word of Brandon where someone asked why Yasna wanted to potentially assassinate Asidon, and Brandon said, Yeah, she, uh Yasna felt that uh Asidon was seeking to usurp power and was reckless for another, and so yeah. Yasna and- was worried about the safety of the throne, and it's like yeah, I definitely feel that Asudon is uh, very ambitious. Yes, right. Yes, and mm-hmm. that definitely led to, led to her downfall, for sure. <gasps> yeah, with whatever unmade she was courting, and how early that happened, we don't really yeah. know the details. Yeah. But it's not like that would be out of character for Asudon to be <laughs> talking to beings like that. I so, yeah. I don't even necessarily got this get the sense off of her that she was like crazy manipulative of Elhokar. I think Elhokar was just in a position where he was like very open to being manipulated that way. Like And when when did they get married too? Like they got married pretty clear. soon before he left for the Shattered Plains, right? Well, they were married but- on the night of Gavilar's death. I feel like that so, wasn't too far before that, yeah. but uh, I don't remember. Yeah, it's hard to say. I don't think it's mentioned explicitly. But I mean, you, you it is just really sad that Elhokar could just be willfully blind. That's like, yeah, no, Acedon, ambitious, smart, can get what she wants done. That's what I need. And then she's yeah. awful. 
Yeah. And, you know, Elhokar's judgment in her character is probably good, except for that whole morality part, you know? <laughs> also, maybe her ability to uh, manage the kingdom while he's gone. Yeah. Wait, like, yeah. I actually just had a thought. I wonder if part of Elhokar overlooking her flaws is a family fault. Because we've talked mm. about the Colons as allies in that idea of if I bring you into my family, you're a colon, and that means you're loyal to us, and all of that ambition and cunning that you have, it's just, she's just going to use that for us now, because she's a colon, and colons stick together. Ah. I wonder if mm. that's part of it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Very, very <sighs> true. I also would love, like, Navani kind of mentions this in her, uh, when she first arrives, that she was kind of feeling out of place at court when a Sudan was running things. But I think that would be an interesting relationship as well. You know, mother-in-law and daughter-in-law with this dynamic of her being really ambitious, but also Navani maybe relating to that because she also kind of married into power. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wonder, That's a good point. I wonder how much Yasna tried to stop them from, like, getting married. I wonder if she, like, told Navani, like, hey, I think this is a really bad idea, and she is no good. Like, did Navani know that Yasna had these thoughts about Aesudan, like, even before? Well, it's like, we just don't know enough about that time. On that, Alex, how much is Yasna directly in Kolinar all the time? Uh, (laughs) That's also true. Like, that could have happened where she's off on the other side of the world doing who knows what, right? Like, eh. Also, how much do you trust Yasna about her brother's significant other? Like, one thing we know about Yasna is, from her tutelage of Shallan, is she has very high standards. Extremely. She's also very (laughs) protective of her family. That's some kind of an understatement. (laughs) So, like, I feel like Yasna being like, Mom, like, this girl's not right for Elokar. He needs someone different. Navani's just like, Yes, yes, dear, knowing that no matter who Elokar ended up with, Yasna would probably think they're trying to assassinate them. And Elokar, you can do better. Like, yeah, you'd say that about anyone. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, I kind of wonder if maybe Yasna did express concerns, but people didn't listen because yeah, right. that, that could be true oh Isidon Isidon uh, was really cool in Oathbringer I don't yeah. know I, I thought yeah. I thought that was great uh, and, and also just I thought it was really masterful of Brandon how little we got of Isidon in Words of Radiance and you're like oh man what is going on in Kolinar and then you see it like oh this is Oh, this is real bad. <laughs> this is real, real bad. Oh, I- well, it's sort of like you get the you get the right before things erupt, and you're like, oh my gosh, Kolinar is going to be in so much trouble, and you have no idea. Like you go to yeah. Oathbringer, no idea. Nothing prepares you for how bad it actually is. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah, yeah. I just realized uh, I said that all we got out of Words of Radiance about Asudan was that Yasna wanted to kill her, but that's not true. No, no, because no, no. Pi's interlude got that is interlude. In there. Yeah, yeah that's I just remembered yeah, it, yep. and I was like. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like, oh, she's really, like, in excess. And I I don't know how much of that is because she was already in the thrall of, uh... Yelikinar. Well, Ashertmarn for, yeah, you know, the... Or- for her feasting all the time, I think, was mentioned in the pie interlude, even, mm-hmm. and letting others starve. Like, the waste. Uh, so, yeah. so, like, it could have... Uh, the unmade all could have been there already. Yeah, could it, could have you also know. been trying to attract him. Oh, that's an interesting point, actually. By being oh, I really like that. Gluttonous yeah. and revelry, trying to because Sprint are are drawn by the thing that they are. That is oh, that man. is such a good point. Uh-huh. And we, I like that very much. I like that a lot. Yeah. I mean, it could definitely go either way, but I'm yeah, because yeah. like well because like I I'm I'm inclined to believe it because she seemed very conscious and intentional of what she was doing even if yeah. Elkar didn't believe it. It was it was I, a plan. It was a plan. It almost good. It almost makes me wonder if Gavilar told Asadon things. That's you know? just what I was thinking. Like I'm like this feels <laughs> almost like a Gavilar style plan. 
right? Hey, do you want some dark spheres of my son's new wife? <laughs> <laughs> like, and Let me tell does, you about these. Like, you know, and one thing is, like, we don't know that much about where Asudan came from. We know no, a we little. Basically nothing. nothing. But uh, we know that Gavilar tried to set Yasna up with uh, someone from the Sons of Honor. What are the chances that Asadan <gasps> also has connections oh, to the Sons of Honor? Oh, right? Yeah, that's that's true. This is not just the Colin podcast, this is the Colin conspiracy <laughs> podcast now. We are figuring so much out. Well, that might not to, actually to, be real. To be, to be fair, Alex, this is keeping up with the Colin's part true. one, Gavilar edition, which is the conspiracy edition. That's yeah. true. Okay, right? <laughs> oh, man. And here I thought we were just going to talk about our feelings about characters and not like sweet theories about things. Oh, man. Not that we haven't gotten sweet theories about, you know, all these relationships. No, this but is, like, I oh, love man, it. This is, this I is great. It. This is great. Um, but really, we don't know anything about Asadon. Really, at all. Other than, oh, she's dead. Yalignar consumed her, so uh, Rippy's yeah. done too. Uh, so. super, that super is dead. also something we will probably, I'm guessing, see in Yasna flashbacks, is a Sudan well, entering, potentially. Depends on how important it is, I guess, at that point in the story. Well, yeah, because, I mean, we didn't get any of Dalinar, Navani, Gavilar love triangle in Dalinar's flashback, and so... Brandon only has a limited amount of flashbacks to tell the story arc the book needs. Yep, and I don't know true. how much Asadon will be important. But I mean, Yasna did hire an assassin. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. Almost. It, not quite. I guess she well, hired her to watch. But. Yeah, hired her to watch. Not to, like, do anything. But the other hired thing list. about. Okay, so that flashback, though, where she's hiring the assassin, that's six years before the events of the book, right? Correct. So there's Correct. a timing thing I'm curious about with the age of Elakar and Asudan's son. Yeah. Because he Not wasn't born yet. he wasn't born yet at that point, right? No, no way. Right. No. So uh, no, the kid is like young. three, right? Yeah. So it is so, you know, like yeah. was part of Yasna's thing also being like, oh, I want to make sure the heir to the throne is not connected to a sedan and whoever her, you know. That's true. Once uh, once she's the mother of the heir, she's harder to get rid of. I, I mean, this this <laughs> Yasna's guess, not a very trusting person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I guess like, do you think it was no? Um, uh, no, this was before Gavilar was assassinated, wasn't it? Yeah. So this was okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, things hadn't changed yet. Never mind. No, this was straight up just her being ready to get Asadan down just because just because. Just because. She saw she she saw something bad in her. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean if Yasna suspected that Asadan could usurp power. Oh man, I imagine uh Asadon Well, I was going to say well, I was going to say something like if it was after the assassination of Gavilar, then it would be like leaving the the queen in charge of things is a really important position as we have found out how right. much it, how much it changed leaving Asadon there kind of yep. lost them Colinar entirely. Um yeah. <clears throat> So had like, you know, hindsight 2020 had we known just how bad she really was. Yeah. Yasna definitely would have. I, I almost feel like Elokar <laughs> was maybe blinded. Right? Maybe, maybe didn't love Asadon, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily think he loved her. I think he just saw yeah, some... We don't know. I think, I think he, he loved he the saw idea some... of her. Yeah, I think he yeah, saw something that, in yeah. her that he wished he had. Mm-hmm. She... He very well isn't could love just... the idea of a person. It's like, isn't that person. just what love is, Alex? Not necessarily. <laughs> Not, yeah. Wow, ooh, man. Isidon's so cool. Also, her name is really cool. It is, it's a great name. There. Like, I, 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 I like the name I'm, I'm sad it was wasted on her, to be honest. I'm no, like I think it. it's a good villain name. I don't know, I like it. I do like the name very much. Mm-hmm. Really I will cool. say, back in Way of Kings, as soon as I heard the name Asudan, I kind of, like, got this sense of what she would be like. 
and that sense Ace wasn't Dawn wrong. Wasn't mentioned in Words of uh, in Way of Kings. She's mentioned in Words of Radiance. Mm-hmm. Is she, she not, was not it, named. She's not named in Way of Kings. Oh, okay, interesting. Anyway, what, what, uh, I just remember yeah. first hearing her name and being like, "Huh." I'm, and I yeah. I don't know how to put it into words, but I just kind of got this sense about her, and it wasn't wrong from the name. So, good good name, Brandon. And so we've talked a lot about Yasna uh, thus far, uh, but let's dig into her. <laughs> Honestly, we could we really need to do a full podcast on Yasna. <laughs> realistically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so much to talk t- about her, but uh, she's obviously brilliant. Uh, she's a perfectionist. Uh, she's beautiful, according to Shalon. Uh, well, really, anyone. Anyone, uh, everyone, especially Shalon. <laughs> but uh, and as you said, Alex, uh, she had mental health issues in the past, but we don't really know what that yeah. means. Not necessarily that, that she actually had mental health issues, but she was, was treated for them. True. Yeah, that's in a good point. The, yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I don't have the impression that that's going to be a thing where she actually had something. It was like. She saw something, maybe, and, you know, what it was very misinterpreted or did something. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, and obviously, she's just a total badass, right? Like, that's that's just a fact, right? Yeah. Yasna yes. being a badass. <laughs> uh, she's vicious. Yeah. When yes. she wants to be. Absolutely. Um, And, I mean, we've kind of talked... Well, I guess we haven't talked about this in particular, but uh, Elhokar... And Yasna got along fine, but they're used to doing their own sort of thing. Yeah. We have a word of Brandon on that. I, so. What I find interesting about Yasna's role in the family is that it's kind of this duel where she's like the independent one who goes off and does her own thing. But she's also very invested in keeping the family together. Very and you don't invested. often see mm-hmm. those attributes in the same person. You know, usually the kind of rebel who goes off on their own is, like, off doing their own thing and isn't super concerned. And then you have, like, the glue people who are, like, trying to hold their family together. And Yasna's kind of both, which... That is very interesting. Yeah, like, she doesn't... But, like, the reason she leaves isn't because she, you know, necessarily she has issues with her family, but she believes in her, the purpose of her mission so Mm -hmm. much. Right, exactly. Like, back to that same uh, word of Brenna we keep referencing. Um talking about why she isn't at the Shattered Plains like with Elokar. Well, partially because she doesn't want to give like Elokar more shadows, but um, but Brandon also says, it was consideration to Yasna, but if it had been right to stay for her quest, she would have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the world's sort of gotta like, come, it's the world to Yasna, then the Colons, and then everyone else. Yeah, yeah. that's you know. exact. That's exactly it. Like she, it's you know, she believes so much in her mission, and when it comes time to come back to her family, everyone's together at Irithiru. They're doing their work, and it's together as the Colons. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's really interesting. And another thing I find interesting about Yasna is we've kind of been talking about how like some of the Colons, it seems like they're in silos, and Yasna's one of the people who I actually see her really having a significant relationship with every member of her family. You know, like her and Dalinar yeah. are quite close. Uh, like maybe in Adolin and Yasna, uh, I don't know. But it, it seems like she knows was... what's going on in everyone's lives and has like a, at least some form of connection with everyone. And it doesn't feel like any colon that we've interacted with has, like, negative interact- a negative opinion of Yasna. It's just like, yeah, no, she's awesome. I mean, <laughs> yeah, she'll- she She's very demanding and, like, but it doesn't mean that she's not awesome in her own right. Like, when Dalnar's like, oh, thank goodness Yasna's gonna be back, right? And mm-hmm. everyone's mm-hmm. happy or is excited for Yasna returning and uh, to the Shattered Plains, which ends up not happening, which probably is why Navani mourned so much and why it was such a blow to their family, because it, she does feel like that glue that, like, everyone can look up to. She's brilliant and awesome and everything. I, speaking of Yazda and 
relationships. Um, not to sound like feather writer about this, but like, uh-huh. <laughs> like the idea that Yasta's relationship with Renarin would be such a like impactful yeah. plot point in Oathbringer. I totally was wouldn't have, about totally that wouldn't up. have seen oh. it coming. And especially yeah. the fact that she loves her cousin so much, yeah. which is not a relationship we like. We haven't, we didn't see Renarin or Adolin talk about her really, but it, it was there. We we just uh, yeah, and like the f- it's one of those things about Yasna that no one really believes mm-hmm. is sort of like I think like even in universe people have a hard time believing how much she cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, to to be perfectly honest, until. Obviously, Yasna saving, uh, not killing Renarin was emotional for me, right? But uh, until this conversation where it's like, oh yeah, Yasna's really protective of Colons, yeah. right? And and loves her family a lot. That like, oh yeah, that makes even more sense with that ending. And yeah. I don't know, like, Yasna's in. In the books, Yasna's doing so many different things other than protecting her family, <laughs> for the most part, that that she's on her quest. So it's almost a little easy to forget that. But uh, clearly, yeah. you know, it comes through there and came through in that the Wars of Radiance prologue, right? Yeah. Well, and also, you know, like even her role as a uh, Verisitilian, I think that's how you say her particular yeah. yep. brand of yeah, scholarship. I think so. Um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's seeking truth, right? And there, like, she kind of breaks down and says, you know, it doesn't matter if your spren is evil or like what's going on. And you just kind of see this how she re- really relates to Renarin. And I'm not sure if that's partially because of her, her past, um, as being kind of an outcast as well. Um, yeah, right. But she really chooses her love over logic you know like which ivory and her kind of have that conversation earlier about how yasna isn't like a human she's more like a spren because she makes sense right and in that moment she doesn't do the thing that makes sense she does kind of to get sappy what her heart tells her to do and it ends up being the right decision it's what saves the day right because it shows what renarin's vision can be wrong yeah, it's also uh, with you know Yasna having these two things important to her, saving the world, saving Colons. That's like butting heads in that moment, right? Yeah, like th- that's a conflict there, and she chose that way, and it save it worked out. Mm-hmm. But but I was just saying, it's such an I think we've kind of uh, hit on this, but it's such an unexpected reaction from Yasna. Like if you told me going in, hey. One of the Colons has odious influence and Yasna is going to have to make the hard choice and kill them for the good of all. I would be like, yep, that sounds like Yasna. She, oh, yeah. She'll, I mean, she'll do she, it. That's, yeah. that's, that's what's going to happen. She would take that burden. And then the fact right? that we like get into that moment and like Yasna's love and compassion for like, she just sees something in Renarin's eyes of what he's going through. And the fact that she has this compassionate, almost almost a breakdown, you know, like Yasna hugging her cousin, Yasna like crying and telling him that it's going to be okay. Like Into it's so unexpected for Yasna, but it's, it makes, it gives her such a complexity that she was already so great and awesome. And it's like, here's this whole other side of her, but Hey, that's there too. And it's like, ah, oh, I just love it. Yasna's so such good. a great character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Eric, it yes. actually turns out that when the chips are down, it is Colin's first I guess, I, yeah, I guess I guess, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, Although, yeah, right. In this situation, she's actually like even that desire to save Colins is in conflict with itself because like she has that um scene earlier when she's talking about most dynasties that fall fall from within. Within. Mm, yeah. And yeah. so I think she also is viewing Renarin in that moment as a danger to the rest of the family. Yeah. I and mean, so yeah, yeah. it's you Absolutely. know the individual that family cousin relationship versus her protection of the whole family. Yeah. Or even potentially a danger to himself. I mean, if Mm -hmm. this is corruption, you know, she could be thinking that's not Renarin anymore. Mm -hmm. That is better. It's better to die over. I'd be, you know, 
freeing him from this influence. Yeah. Better sure, to die yeah. as himself than become a Voidbringer. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I, w- I wonder, you know, how much of this role, like you see Yasna assuming this role of protector of her family, even before Cavalar passed away. So it's kind of interesting because it would kind of be logical for me to assume at least that, oh, her father died. So she was like, I need to protect my family. But she was no, but doing this even way. before. Yeah, from the start. Yeah. From the start, which is really interesting. I, I wonder if we'll see some kind of threat to the family early on that kind of makes her that way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, I wonder if there's sure. something like that, in her flashbacks? Yeah, that sure. influenced when she was young. There was some, you know, threat that to like- her family, threat to their legitimacy. Ooh. And I wonder if there was something that made her, I'm never going to let that happen again. Sort yeah. of, sort of thing. Yeah, I, I'm just thinking about all of this, and I'm just thinking there's still so much more of Yasna that we can see. That in book one we see Yasna in a very specific way, right? And in book two we get a bit of Yasna, and then not much more Yasna, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, then in Oathbringer we do see more of Yasna. But it's pretty utilitarian in a lot of respects, except this last moment. I and feel this- like, yeah, like about that, like except for that, that last moment, I think I feel like a lot of Oathbringer is also just pointing out that Yasna is a character who knows more than the reader does. That just because yeah, we see absolutely. from her yeah. that we see from her point of view doesn't mean we get to know what Yasna does. Like we get tons of stuff about like oh that remember that conversation you had with Hoyd remember you know and like and then Yasna it's very actually very explicit that Yasna gets to hide things and we don't get to see it so I feel yeah. like that's that's also I think that's part of like the the utility of her character is that she's going to be our link to some to some secrets. And in that way, she's really similar to uh, how Kelsier functions in the first Mistborn book. Yeah. True. Like, he also gets uh, those moments where he's like, I know more and I'm not going to tell you. I'm just really (laughs) excited for when we're going to get a book where we see Yasna. We don't need to keep secrets. There's uh, also an implication, a, a very strong implication that Yasna had Shard Plate and was using Shard Plate in the battle. And dismissed it, and we just saw her dismissing it very slightly. Uh, and she and doesn't think about it in her internal dialogue because no. it's not important yeah. to us. Yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah. like I'm, I'm excited for when we yes. don't have to have those secrets like that. Then yeah, exactly. can just be like, oh yeah, shard plate, yeah, okay, whatever, and it's not like a big deal, and we can like really dig into Yasna. Like or, that's really exciting. Like me. yeah, and the most blatant moment of that is when she's like. Of course I know what causes the recreants and scene. Right, exactly. Uh, right, yeah, she, yeah she oh, that so one, yeah. Kills that, like, that was the was one painful. where it's like, we're we're gonna get this yeah. in this book, right, Brandon? Or I'm gonna flip <laughs> we're gonna all riot. the tables. We had all so many rioting. things, like, let's talk about, it was like the thing with um, Nail and Seth, too. Let me tell you about the recreants. And then we go to Yasna, and it's like... And Moash. Yeah. And then Mo- it's like all the things of like, let me tell you about the recreants cutscene. Yeah. And then <laughs> Yeah. Cut away. Fade to black. Terrible. Uh, Fade to black. Man. Not to sound like Feather Rider, but I'm so excited to see uh-huh. more Yasna and the Ghost Bloods. <laughs> well that's true. I need more conflict there. Because that's gonna be lots of fun. I feel like Yasna's gonna win. And I'm excited for it. I don't know. I feel like if you put Yasna against most anyone it's probably well, a good idea to bet on Yasna. That's like it's like it's the first time I haven't felt just like deep anxiety about the Ghostbloods plotline. Um because like oh my god, finally someone competent is like getting in there. Sorry Shalon. Um <laughs> and is like getting in Yasna there. Yasna knows a lot more than Shalon. That's a fact. Like. Yeah. And it's sort of like but in, I feel like in the same way that Ray's also knows a lot and isn't saying, you know? Sure. So right. it's sort of like let's see let's see two of these secret masters actually line up and i i will say i think my money for right now is on raise for one because i think narratively we need to see someone get the better of yasna i don't want it to be raise i don't want it to be him i also think (laughs) i think he's got shallan doing exactly what he needs her to and like she's she is the ghost blood pond whether she wants to be or not 
And I'll... I think that's going to come into whatever their plans for Yasna are. You know what? I kind of do agree because I do think... I don't think she's going to yeah, see Shalon. I, I, I do... I do think Yasna has a bit of a blind spot. I do think she's a, I think she's a bit of a blind spot with Shalon. Yeah. Also, oh, that's true. Yasna just has less information at this point than the Ghost Bloods. Like that's for true. all of her yeah. learning and everything, like the Ghost Bloods are more Cosmere aware than Yasna yeah, is. It's just straight up, yeah, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Just, just the conversations that we know she's had with Hoyd. I think Yasna is Cosmere aware. Like to to a greater mm-hmm. extent than like we're guessing. I think so like, too. Like her oh, being yeah. an else caller, her being like the OG else caller right now. I think yeah. Well, she, it's she, and with as long as she spent in Shadesmar, like there's world hoppers there. Surely yeah. she bumped into there's, somebody from another world and was like, oh yeah, okay, that's a world thing. hoppers aren't a secret in there. They're like no. in the hundreds, they're in the thousands. Who knows how many of them are in Roshar right now? Merciful Domi, what heightening are you? <laughs> <laughs> right. I, uh, in addition to like our hope of seeing Yasna trying to be bested a little bit, I think with her I now don't. being queen. No, 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 no. Like, <gasps> I forgot her, about that. How did I forget about that? With her being queen. Queen Yasna. Which is amazing, but like, that's a forever. little bit out of her comfort zone, right? Like, I don't think, like, she's going to be great, but. She is not going to be perfect, and she's going to take that pretty personally, I feel like, because she wants to be perfect, right? I think- And she's not going to be the perfect queen. I think- I'm interested no to one see, the, personally, the comparison to Elhokar, because I don't think there's any avoiding that comparison. Yeah. Is, um, oh, how, yeah. is she- Where is she going to succeed and or fail in comparison to what Elhokar did? Is she going to compare herself to her brother, or is she going to compare herself to her dad, or to Dalinar, or to just, like, th- th- another ideal that she has in her head? You the know? ideals of the Radiance? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I meant, like, you know, her idea of, like, what being a good queen is. And right. how is her relationship to Dalinar going to change through that, you know? Because that's another thing. Yeah. I found it interesting how close Dalinar and Yasna are. Um like, I was pleasantly surprised. The, yeah, well, yeah. but we kind of got hints of that in the early books. Like, Dalinar often thinks to himself, oh, I wish Yasna was here. Right, exactly, yeah. Exactly, like, perfect. very yeah. often. And I, then we see when they do get together, it's, they, yeah, they're really close uh, uncle-niece relationship. And I kind of wonder, like, Yasna often sees the truth of people, like... She does have her blind spots, but she often is pretty aware of what's going on with other people and she kind of understands them. And so I kind of wonder, yeah, how much Yasna knew about Dalinar, you know, being a deeper thinker, even when he was not appearing that way. Yeah. Yasna sees, oh, yeah, Dalinar, you know, has a blind spot for Sadius, you know, like it would not be surprising for Yasna to. realize things pretty quick i will say aside from Mm -hmm. in terms of like yasna's queenship i think not only is she going to be compared to elhokar but she is also going to be considered as you know a a female ruler in an Mm alethi society definitely and i think that might be something that since i'm always thinking about the ghost with that could be something that they try to sabotage because if they can undermine her authority through something early on, it's not just Yasna's a bad ruler, it's no women should ever be rulers because look at what happens, yada yada. It's also like related to Voranism, the entire Voran the entire Voran church there. Yeah. And like whether or not the Ghostbloods are gonna use Voranism. That um, and she's a heretic, right? Yeah. So like, like that, that like, adds it's, the heretic. Dalinar's yeah. a, well, like, a that, heretic. Like, Yasna's a heretic. These colons are yeah. spitting in the face of our church. That's gonna be a thing. Yeah. But also, Colonar is lost, and the colons seem to be the only ones leading the like the surviving radiance. So it's sort of like, to be honest, I think Voranism is gonna put up a fight, but I don't think they're actually gonna. I don't think that system is going to win. <laughs> I, I feel like we're going to have some Voren Church antagonists 
I in think the so too. Books, yeah, I do. I just don't think that they're going to be. I don't think they're going to be obviously close to the level unless, unless I guess the ghost bloods get involved. But I just don't see them being like, like that big of a threat yeah. by comparison to what else they're dealing with. I yeah. I man, I'm really excited to see I know. Yasna stuff. Like the more I talk about it, wow, there is Yasna. so many things that can happen with Yasna. But I am I'm getting more and more certain that with Yasna being a perfectionist, things with her being the ruler will not always go her way, because in any government, you're the leader, things are not going to go your way, right? She's not going, going to be to the be boss of her own in- independent research team. She actually has to listen to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that's going yeah. to be, t- be tough for her, I think. I was honestly right? surprised at the end of Oathbringer that like, yeah, Sh- Shalon had that moment where she's like, oh, how come you guys haven't considered Yasna? And on one hand, it's like, duh, like, of course you should consider her. But on the other hand, I was kind of like, oh, I kind of assume they did consider her and she wouldn't want the job so i was kind of surprised but no you find out you find out it was just sexism yeah then i'm like oh, <laughs> oh i mean yeah the, the end of the I mean, scooby-doo yes. episode it was sexism all along but but uh, again it, fine it was voranism yeah, all along. Voranism. yeah it's like, a little it, different it, than our it's cultural sexism. long-term cultural sexism and i mean like the whole, you know, masculine and feminine roles, you know, the things are very specific in Voronism. So it was really all Voronism all along with uh, a healthy dose of sexism in Voronism. Yes. The, the sexism baked into the society. Yes. Oh, yes. As uh, it is in ours. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to do a full Yasna podcast analyzing her in Oathbringer and more, and more theories on that, because so many people are interested in Yasna, especially people not on this current podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you guys have any final thoughts on this segment of the Cullen family? So this family, Gavilar is the dad, Navani, yep. Elokar, yep. Yasna, Aesodon. Yep. They <laughs> just seem... They just seem distant. You know, that's that's kind of like my takeaway after all this, like from each yep. other. I'd agree. Oh, just looking forward to Gavinor in coming books, oh, especially yeah. after the time skip. Yeah. 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 I the don't big, even know the big how time skip, work. not the little time skip. Yeah. Big one. See, like, I want to see what his personality is. I want to see, does he, the nature versus nurture? Like, what is he, how, do, how does he take, who does he take after more? Yeah, well, and who's, who's going to raise him, right? <laughs> yeah, it was sort of like, bridge four, bridge four. <laughs> yeah, Kaladin. Um, cool. Well, we are going to talk about Dalinar and his segment of the family next week. And uh, and we'll, we'll definitely talk immediately about Yasna and Dalinar's relationship. So don't worry. We're not, we haven't just forgot about those. There's just so much to talk about, and we have been recording already for a long time. So we are going to go into who's that Cosmere character? Hey. So, you guys know the game. There are five clues. uh, And after each clue, you will get to uh, guess a character. And uh, you can send your who's that Cosmere character guesses. Or... Clues to who's that Cosmere character at gmail.com. So are you all ready? Are we the ones playing? Yes. You are the ones playing. Yes. yes. Okay, great. Yes. Sorry. You don't know the game of who's that Cosmere. I don't know the game. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Ready? Yes. All right. This one, I'm actually not going to tell you uh, who this one's from until the end. Uh, oh. So, number one, this character has mysterious motivations. Oh my god, what kind of a clue is that? This is the Cosmere. What yeah. kind of... Maurice. I, I was like, I knew Maurice. you were going to say that. I had to yeah. go. I have to be on break. Uh, Hoyd. No. Okay. Edgley. Ooh. No. <laughs> is that how you pronounce it? I think yeah, that's well, how I pronounce it. Uh, it, it depends. Uh, okay. we, we actually did an endowment podcast where we argued about that. So Okay, who says Edgley? 
Uh, oh, Grace does. Edgely. I okay. never even considered Edge. I know, edgely. me either. Me either. Whoa. Yeah. But yeah. But Grace A whole does new world. Happen. Okay. Clue two. This character died. <laughs> okay. Um. Mysterious motivations. Anna's died. Anna's died. <laughs> wow. Um, you're you're giggling. You're I am giggling. giggling. I am giggling. Uh, I was going to ask for more hints, but you can't give more hints. That's the whole nature of the game. I mean, you, you can you can pass your clue. That's fine. Uh, pass for a ne- the next clue. That's what fine. Is, well, I don't want to give up a. Yeah, I know. You you can you can take a shot in the dark. And has died. Oh. I have no idea. I'm gonna say no Rashak. Idea. No. Yeah, I was I was kinda thinking <sighs> I mean Kelsier comes to mind, but I really don't think it's Kelsier. Because he's, he's, he's not, not, mysterious. He's not he's so mysterious. mysterious. You kinda you also, know what he's about. Did Kelsier <laughs> die? Cults. We've talked about that. Sorry? Did did Kelsier yes. die? He's dead. He's uh, dead. Uh I I I would his physical I mean, body do, died. Do, do you do one of you guys want to guess Kelsier? No, I'm gonna go suit. I'll no. guess Kelsier. Fine. No. Just uh, I'll, I'll just I'll just rule it out. Yeah, so. uh, it is okay. it is not Kelsier. Uh, you ready for a clue three? Yeah, clue yes. three. This character was very powerful at one point. Oh my god! <laughs> and he's not the Lord Ruler. He's not the Lord Ruler. He's not Kelsier. He's not Hoyd. Because Hoyd's not dead. Ada Nelsium? It is Ada oh! Nelsium. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, the next clue is this character was very important to at least one central character's storyline in the Cosmere. And clue five, <laughs> this character has never appeared on screen. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> this do you know who sent this one in? Who, who sent this one in? Ben, Overlord Jeebus, he sent it. Hey, How Ben, I'm gonna, you? I'm gonna take Jeebus? issue with this because I can because you're that? Ben. Um Oh that's fine. Is Adenalsium a character? Yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah. We, we know a person. Stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we know that they have motivations. It's not just some mindless force. Uh, yeah. So. I don't know. Look, look, if Ian demanded that s- named axehounds use the character template on the Coppermine, Aiden Alcyon's a oh, character, Oh, that's, that's okay? fair. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Aiden Alcyon, so are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's why I kept giggling. All right, this <sighs> next one is from Lady Lameness, who edits the Coppermine a lot in listens. Oh yeah, I've seen, I've seen her around, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Clue one. This character has light violet eyes. Yasna. No. Okay, cool. I'll go last uh, since I guessed oh. it. What? I'll go last in the rotation since I guessed the last. Okay, th- okay I'll do uh, Shalash. No. Nivani? No. She is not. I don't think she has violet eyes, right? Anyway. I don't remember. I. Whenever okay. anyone do does these who's that cosmic characters and it's like, ah, they have this eye color, I'm like, I don't remember any of these things. Okay, cool. Um cool. me personally. Uh yeah. next clue. This character has a nasally accent. <laughs> Is it French? Is that what they mean by nasally? It's gotta be they gotta be somebody Rosharan. Nobody else has violet eyes, right? That's what I'm trying to think. Is that like a smoke screen? I'm just screen? trying to think. Like, do the people do the people on the the color planet? Do they have violet eyes? I don't think so. Oh, okay. maybe. Oh. Light violet is very specifically a light eyes color, though. Right. Yeah. Like know. that's like. Is it Elhokar on a Thursday? <laughs> Elhokar has uh, no, gold. It I is think, not Elhokar on a Thursday. Elhokar in the Technicolor Dream <sighs> I don't even remember what Elhokar's eye color is. That's because it's changed like seven times. No, they're green, like Gavilar, I think is what. It was gold at one point. What? But I think they're green. Okay. Okay, Okay. all right. Um, actually, say the second clue again. Nasally Uh, accent. This character has nasally accent. Nasally accent. Oh, I have a guess. Is it? No, he's not nasally. Accent. Yeah. Not an easily voice, an easily accent. I mean, maybe that's not a good distinction. 
Uh-huh. Welcome to Pedantic Cast, Shannon. We <laughs> argue about what clues mean and who's that Cosmere character. Welcome to the show. Hey, uh, you know, you know, I'm I belong here. That's no, I know, I know, I know. I completely agree. We've argued uh, on these things so many times. Like, good, good. Hmm, I found my has, people. Yeah. Does like fate unknown mean they have to die on like off screen or like? Oh yeah, God, my that goodness! Was, uh, they dis- they disappear off screen. Okay. God. Um, that one was a troll one. Nasally accent, Cedius. No. Okay. All right. Clue three. I, I wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. You, you got two more guesses. This uh, I'm gonna guess. Um, Ila. No. She was my. She was uh, my. Uh, other uh, guess. I'm gonna say Inkima. Oh. Uh no. <laughs> Clue three. This. Character heads a rebellion. A rebellion. What? Heads a oh. rebellion? Yeah. Surely not. I, I have a guess. Oh, but shoot. Say it. Say it. Say it. I, it, I was going last, though. You can no, guess, you're not. You can matter. guess it, it whenever matter. order. It doesn't matter. Is it, it yet? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, surely Yedin didn't have. Violet eyes. I would have remembered that. Right? <laughs> um, heads of rebellion. See, now I'm thinking about Miss. Oh, frick! I think I know now. Dang it! Okay. Sorry, I just missed. My headphones it- came unplugged. Uh, what did people guess? <laughs> Yedin has uh, been the only guess for this one. Yedin. Okay. Um, Demu. Sure. I don't know anything no. about Mistborn. I forget no. everything about wow. <laughs> about that universe. Ooh. Like, I'm wondering if it's the. Is it the ardent who stood up to a- Asuden? <gasps> Pi. Is it Pi? No. Okay. I have a guess for next right. time. It doesn't get all to right, bonus. Alright, right. so clue four. This okay. character loses their father when they are seven years old. Oh my god, what? What? <laughs> okay, never mind. I was thinking of the guy that Vasher kills in the prologue. Oh, 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 Var? Yeah, 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 yeah. he was my next yeah. guest. Yeah, um, I don't think we know that backstory of Var. No, we don't. Um, <laughs> lost their father when they were seven. Seven. I'm so bad at this. <laughs> God, I love this. this These is, are this some is tough wonderful. ones. This is this like is the why I the, thought for sure you would get is, it at this stage. This is like why the Coppermine people are so I good at these. I can't That's even. true. To, to, <laughs> to be fair, la- Lady Lameness has stumped like Ian and I. I'm like, God, I have no Man, idea. Like, I ugh. don't even know what world we're on. I don't know what world we're on. <laughs> I feel like the, that's why I feel like the Violet Eyes is a smokescreen. I feel like Violet Eyes is going to make us think Roshar, and I feel like many, it's actually something else. There haven't there been that many revolutions get... on Roshar. That's the thing. I'm like revolution. Also, somebody you guys that we, want the next clue. Somebody that we is it Vasher? No, it's not Vasher. <laughs> I don't know anything. Listen, Hedge. Okay, next clue. Do, do, next, clue next clue, I guess. This character shares a name with another character. Oh, um, Tanelan, Tanelan. Um, Which one? The, the younger. <laughs> yes, it's Bright Lord Tanelan, the son. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Alex, I, I love like, how you were just on the no violet eyes. That like, means it's not g- Roshar. <laughs> no, I was like, it's gotta be Roshar. But then we said revolution, and I was like. No, I said rebellion. Well, whatever, rebellion, whatever. Rebellion resolution. It's the same, same thing. Tadalan, Tadalan. That's the one that threw me off. I was all of a sudden like, because they were both the same name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Oh my god, Tadalan the younger, Tadalan the younger. Yeah, that was a very good. That was a good one. I have so much adrenaline right now. I need to reread Oathbringer. I do not remember the Oathbringer characters well enough okay, yet. Okay, listen, it's because I I was doing Dalinar's and the Tanalans are kind of important to yes, Dalinar's that's page. Yeah. That's true. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we So, who those are some great Ooh. clues, guys. Uh, Thank and you. very hilarious to listen to. 
Uh, I now understand people just skipping to the Who's That Cosmere characters, which I've heard happens <laughs> at two points. Really? Yep. Who would do is such a thing? We're act five uh, with the trolls. You, you, Matt, do you, do you know which episode uh, some people commented that they skipped right to Who's That Cosmere character, Matt? Uh, oh, is it the pedantic or the half shard? It was the half shard. Yeah, it's the half shard one. Well, which was heard, really pedantic i hope i, I hope i redeemed myself heated. from that <laughs> uh we'll see you have um, but you haven't redeemed not loving tall so that, oh, i'm sure i'll never live that down oh, never never. You never ever will all right guys <laughs> so we will see you next time come to 17shard.com for all your news discussion uh we got fun and games and nonsense and of course intense theories all the time all day every day uh and come to the discord where we got the same thing uh follow us on twitter facebook soundcloud youtube you can leave us a review on itunes that would be great and we will see you all next time bye bye, bye. bye. <laughs> Caw.